Dad Pod. This is a video thing as well. Have a name. Podcast. Midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. All right, you're very welcome along to this week's episode. Anybody know the number? I think it's seven. Seven. Seven, seven episodes. The Magnificent Seven. Uh, anyway, bizarrely, you've been responding in huge numbers to some of the things that we've been talking about. So I'm going to go to um, some of those to start with this morning. Doesn't even bother introducing us anymore. Sorry, uh, oh. the dads are here. Uh, Dave, Adrian's still here. I suppose yeah, that, that's, rel- that's yeah. relatively interesting. Uh, and Nathan's obviously <laughs> here as well. Why are you still here? You've had a child. Great question. Uh, no, I haven't had no, a child. No child. No, no. Couple of, couple of uh, moments of oh. Mm. Might be something happening here, and then uh, nothing. So yeah, no, I'm still here and getting sort of mildly bored. Yeah, I was going to say, I was <laughs> going to use that word, and I thought I better not. But actually, screw it. That's it. I'm getting mildly bored with my wife being pregnant. Yeah, like you've got the weekend coming up, and you can't do anything. It's nothing Just to be done. Hanging around. How bored do you reckon your wife is? She is totally <laughs> not bored because she's on maternity leave and she's loving life. What? At yeah. 41 weeks pregnant? Yeah, just enjoying Chilling it, out. sort of spending time with the young fella and. Right. Yeah. So I mean, um, I, yeah. I don't want to misrepresent her situation. She's probably not fully chilling out, but she's definitely sort of not having to go to nine to five and think that life is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I've tied it blindly obvious. I'm not getting away from that fact. Does your very I'm, existence annoy her? Is that generally that or stage? at the minute? Even in a more heightened sense right now? Probably in a more heightened sense, yes. Yeah. <laughs> last Sunday. Last Sunday Last so last Saturday was the due date, so we're almost a week on from that now. And then on Sunday, I was like, "Ah, oh, listen, could you just have this child tonight? I really don't have to go to work tomorrow." But she didn't oblige, so um, I think right. that was peak annoyance. Have you got an end date? Um, yeah, yeah, it'll be the day before the All Blacks game. So, oh, sick another week from here. Well, it's better that than the day of the All Blacks game. The day of the All Blacks game would be two weeks from the uh, ETA or whatever they call well, it. Well, the All Blacks game is also a Saturday. Yeah. And they ain't going to do Atten for you on a Saturday. No. No, Friday has been the day pencil. If the baby's born on Friday, he'll, it'll have been during the baby's lifetime that Ireland beat the All Blacks for the first time in history on oh, Irish soil. Well, I guess your yeah. child is going to be very much a D4 baby, so that is actually something of Well, we don't live in D4, relevance. so I don't know quite how that's going to work. <laughs> but, um, it's, a, it's a state of mind, Adrian, we all know that. Mm. It's a state of mind. Me and the consultant are up for having it before the All Blacks game, so... <laughs> There you go. Uh, okay, so at DadcastPod, I just welled up watching Maroon 5. Surprisingly a fan on her birthday, effing parenthood. What a, the Maroon 5. A, surprised a fan on... Isn't that it? What? I thought, at first I thought it was the ad that was played incessantly during the World well, Cup. Yeah, yeah. No, just watch Maroon 5 uh, surprising a fan on her birthday. Oh. Oh. It's a real thing. I've absolutely no idea, but that's the only English that makes sense. From that. And is this child just your av- a normal average child? Is this child... Ill or something? Is that this or particular sadness? You're looking at me it? as if I've got the answers. I know nothing about it, but I'm assuming that's what happened. Maroon Five surprise a teen for the party of the year. Uh, 16 minutes. Who's going to watch 16 minutes of a YouTube video? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Kobe says uh, absolutely spot on at Dave McIntyre OTB regarding parental spots. I get the usual. I'm collecting my child as they run in to get their hair done. Hashtag parental spots. Hashtag pricks. <laughs> Beautifully put. <laughs> uh, yeah, no further fallout. Are people kind of, you know, are they rallying behind you? You're like the what's what's your man Casey's name? You're like the him. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey. yeah you're the. Oh, yeah. I think people would be more more willing to publicly back me, as opposed to doing it maybe more silently when it comes to Casey. 
but uh, I have I've I haven't had too much feedback on it, which I think definitely means people are generally in agreement with me. No, I think it means that people are, aren't listening to the podcast. It could be that. Nobody's heard it. <laughs> do you go to the same shop to do your shopping every week? Uh, like, the, do people ma- now see you coming? No, the major shop, yes, but this incident took place in a different pl- shopping centre. Okay. Where there was, as I said, in, during the store, there was literally one parking spot for parents. Um, whereas the, I usually go to a, a larger supermarket where there's about 10 or 15. Alan, like, they're always they're full They're 10 now. feet wide. Yeah. I've had to change shops since I admitted to, you know, Steering. robbing all those <laughs> <laughs> I have, I've had a close family member say, did that guy really steal the croissants? <laughs> yeah, he probably did. <laughs> You're not stealing them. Well, no, you're, you're not ate, paying for them. them, didn't them. <laughs> I didn't eat them. No, your child. You, I, you I, I can't be held responsible for him. <laughs> so it was super value in um, in uh, uh, Farnham, was it? There is no super value in Farnham. It was. Uh, it was super up there. Cool. What's the new what's super value? No, I'm here. I'm not going to tell you. Ah. Oh, where it is? Where it is? What's the shopping centre brand yeah. there? So super value or Tesco, them are fine for a croissant. Lidl is a pretzel. And the little bastard never gets the full pretzel eaten by the time he gets it. <laughs> there's just too so much there, of it. He's like holding it in his hand like a weapon. Like, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I should pay for that. 129. Like. <laughs> <laughs> They're like club card points, I find. You know, sometimes you don't get them. So I, I take the croissant as my yeah. club card points. Stealing stuff yeah. from the hotel room. There, there goes our uh, sponsorship from the supermarket. <laughs> Alan Gordon says... Yeah, Sponsor yeah, us, I'll pay. Stealing stuff from a hotel room. Yeah, you know, people might... Uh, well, like... Like, like, a ro- Chandler, like the robe, the free robe, and that. Like exactly, like Chandler and Ross and friends were like they're loading up the light bulbs, the t- toilet paper, the slippers, the pillowcase covers. All that I find any of that stuff I've ever taken, Goes I'm delighted with myself. And then whenever you're having to clear out, you're like, God, that's awful, old shite, and put it straight in the bin. Well, what have you stolen like, from a hotel room? Slip- slippers. Have you taken the slippers? Yeah. Ah, what? That's yeah. pathetic. There was a particularly good pair of slippers at one point, but again, I threw them in the bin actually only last week. That's why it's. How can Con look you in the eye when you go home knowing his dad has stolen hotel rooms? As long as Peppa Pig keeps coming and free croissants, he's happy as <laughs> Uh Read the car park spot. Dave, park the car in behind the car incorrectly parked and sit there and don't let them out. So I don't, that, you know, no, I think that, that's asking yeah, for it, it a knife-wielding <laughs> rampage. I'm just reverse straight into you. And it's then becoming a major episode and it's taking up too much time in your day. Although I do admit that I did follow her up to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> on a in different floor in the manner. shopping centre so I'd already taken enough time out of my day without doing something like that that same Twitter by the way followed up with another one to say put a shitty nappy up the exhaust pipe <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah I can supply any amount of them <laughs> thanks that's the second that's the I second podcast in a row you're stealing our jokes no, yeah, yeah, yeah. alright so Shane says ever since that Dave McIntyre OTB said Jaffa cakes were the best of all the sweet treats due to low sugar I've polished off about six packets of them <laughs> pig emoji <laughs> Question for the panel, Jacobs or McVitie's or secret option three, supermarket brand Jaffa Cakes. Hashtag once you pop, you can't stop. It depends what he's going after. If it's just taste, um, really you don't want to be going with the supermarket brand ones. It is Jacobs or McVitie's. And when I say that it's the best of the biscuits, yes it is in terms of saturated fat and sugar content, but it's still not something you want to be giving your kid five or six of a day. It's not one of your five a day. No, I told him to go down the tuck cracker route. Like it's got literally across the board, the bottom board, the window where it gives you all the nutritional information. Everything is at one or less than one percent. Yeah, but you're and not comparing like with like. I accept that. One is a biscuit. One is a cracker. Yeah, I accept that the Jaffa cake is a far more tastier option. Are you not also, getting it's completely wrong with Jaffa cakes? I always thought Jaffa cakes were full of sugar. Are they not they're full not, of energy? No, they're not full of sugar in comparison to say a chocolate biscuit. They're much better in that regard, but it's still a treat. 
you know? Taffy cake, it is a real treat. It is. And <laughs> as he says... Once our, our one tuck cracker. <laughs> tuck cracker with anything on it. Four or five tuck crackers. With nothing on it. I'm happy to fling the tuck cracker. Oh, yeah, yeah, but just getting them to shut up for, like, I mean, come on. They don't have to have, like, a fucking meringue. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Any, anything to, like, oh, yeah, oh, I got something that I don't normally get. That's, that's like... Yeah. I would have thought at this stage they're now, so bland though they're manufacturers exactly, of tuck crackers that's no, perfect but from their point of view they, salt but did they not go okay but at some point did they not go oh, okay fair enough but they're no. shite give me something no. else they don't learn it's no, great well, they, no they know a treat is a treat you get a treat if something major happens or you know they've done something that deserves it or it's late in the year. I've annoyed you to such a level that you'll do anything to shut <laughs> yeah, them yeah that as well at this stage I'm surprised this podcast is not sponsored by the manufacturers of tuck crackers <laughs> okay well we'll get there uh, hi lads Love the pod, especially the way you're making me feel like a pro at parenting. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old girl and a 22-month-old boy, and we shop twice a week together. I give them a big blue basket on wheels in Tesco and make them do all the work, including putting every item on the belt, chocolate being the carrot that keeps them in line. Keep up the good work, says Brian Hughes. That's pretty interesting. We'd, uh, it's a revolution. We went to a different supermarket that we'd normally go to last weekend, and uh, they had small little child trolleys. Uh, these were the new thing on me. Oh, yeah. The oh, they're brilliant. Super, super value of them. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And uh, so, so they, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to probably, but uh, lots of. <laughs> so I thought, this is great. Little, little child trolleys, like, and they're probably, presumably, like, they're, you know. You're supposed to donate. Function, oh, are you? You're supposed to donate to a charity for them. Anyway, your man took off around the shop with it, and it turns out it's exactly the same as every other normal trolley, as in it keeps pulling to the left, <laughs> and it kept crashing over. And all I could do was, I mean, I appreciate that I was a bad human being for doing this, but I, could, I was just following him around, videoing him crashing the, uh, crashing the trolley. Well, it would land like it would land in on top of the vegetables because there's a big stick sticking out of it, so yeah. you can see your kid wherever he goes. Uh, and it was bloody hilarious. Yeah. How but is the shopping done? If if the my kids, wi- my wife went off the of their own. We we went and picked up the bananas, and then it took us about a half. That's an why might you have to be. Adrian is not a serious shopper. No. Otherwise, the Kinder no. Egg is not produced. Clear what he's doing. <laughs> why do you say that? It's just turned into a joke. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like a farcical situation. Yeah. Like a Benny it was, Hill. it was. Somebody has to buy the actual yeah, food. But he was like, <laughs> to be an end result. He was, he was getting impacted on by the fact that the trolley kept either pulling left or eventually falling over, okay. and he was sort of losing his confidence with it, losing his patience. And obviously, the more this was going on, the funnier I found it. Have you asked yeah. the producers in here to put the, the Benny Hill music over the videos? It's not a bad idea, Dave. Yeah, I like it, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so. Yeah, we did that one. Sorry, that was the um, gaining weight. And this one here was, um, as I was trying to explain to a mate of mine that having the second child isn't double the work. It's like triple. Does this formula stack up? One equals one. Two equals three. Does three equal four or five and so forth? Loving the pod, by the way. So uh, that was from John Twamley. Uh, Trevor Sheridan got back and says, one is to one, fair enough. Two is to three. Three is to 3.5, which is nonsense. Four is to three. Go figure, he says. So it gets easier. It's mm. like the, the third to the fourth is like, yeah. there's kind of, you Well, know. you two are best place, you in particular, because you've had more time at it with a third. I would say... Is, is two equals two? I would say two equals two. Would you? And then three equals about six. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said it's like two equals three, and you see, right now, it does feel like three equals 3.5, but that is only going to escalate. As soon as there's walking yeah. and running into traffic involved, you're like, this is... That's the work of two people. Yeah. Two is not to two, though, is it? Everything you've said, in my mind, has two been is two is to four, listen to you. Depends what age they are. No, ours wasn't two and four because there was 15 months between them, so you just have two babies, essentially. Hmm. I don't know, I found going from one to two 
a job of work. <laughs> it was a major job of work. Two is to five. <laughs> <laughs> definitely felt like it was more than two. I don't know if is it as far as two is to three, but definitely two is to two and a half. Uh-huh. But um, I'm not, probably won't find out whether three is to three. Well, you will. And beyond. <laughs> I, I love the way you've recanted already from probably won't. Yeah, Last week it was like, this is just, what part of this is not happening? Do you not understand? Just, Something happened in the McIntyre house that this podcast has no, brought forward feelings. No, a lot of your wife was like, well, actually. I know a lot of people who have, you know, vehemently told me that there will be no further editions. <laughs> and then accidentally. And suddenly they oh. are in the shit. <laughs> He's back, you were backtracking here. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You were getting the snip two You're weeks not, ago. You yeah. aren't reading between the lines here. Oh, like, it's news. No, but it's like, if it was to happen, it would just be like... It would be an accident. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there are people who I know, some of them not a million miles away, that are... Uh, you know, have found themselves in that situation. I'm intrigued. Me too. I have no idea what's going on here. I'm completely. I'm like, are you telling us you're not really, but you might be? I might be what? Having a baby. God no. Okay. Absolutely not. It'd be a strange I can't, way to break I can't be any clearer on it. Okay, 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 okay. Could be a lot clearer on it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Dos Kelly says two kids are fine. You're still mad to man marking. Once you go to three above you're into zonal we all know how messy that can be there was a lot of uh, zonal marking references to this question and it not working and Lynch how you end it says four years between our two so no able to somewhat reason with the older one and get them to do stuff so the workload was maybe doubled but not double the original chaos there's certainly a point where the eldest starts to do stuff and like you're like she's doing what we asked her to do and not giving out about it it's like very helpful it's like hmm now, you do feel like you're somehow thieving her childhood by making her care for her, <laughs> her younger siblings when she's like five and a half. Like, maybe I shouldn't really be inflicting the worry and concern of a parent on you, but you know, she seems to like it so Needs far. Must. <laughs> yeah, we're not at that stage yet where boy one is helpful when it comes to boy two. Nothing at all. But as I see helpful as not punching the head off. <laughs> well, I mean, that's me, that is helpful. driver's seat and, you know, Yeah, like if there's no physical altercation... In my mind, he's being helpful to the general development Tone. of that day. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, there's certainly like days when you're like, nothing bad happened today. That's a, <laughs> that's a triumph. Or this hour, nothing bad has happened. It's not till five or six, though, that they can actually properly be helpful. Yeah, like, no, being t- helpful is putting on their own seatbelt. I mean, yeah, like climbing into the, getting into the chair. Saying, will you get into the mm-hmm. car and you arrive in the car and they're sitting there with their seatbelt on? Yeah. That's a glorious or, moment. Or, or, sometimes I will ask him to put his shoes on and he will go over and put his shoes on. That's... That's a moment of immense pride. Or Actually, the little fella falls and cracks his head off the ground and the other guy goes over and gently rubs his head. <laughs> also You're good, thinking, yeah. As opposed to trying wow. to punch his head in. That's, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, let me see so I can jab my finger this in there. This is incredible. Uh, Brian McDonald on Facebook says, I've listened to your shows and read other dad stuff and it's all a bit wishy-washy, but you guys make being a dad relatable. My wife is pregnant with our first baby, due in February. Listening to you lads is making me less anxious about becoming a dad. You make me feel more relaxed about what's to come. Top stuff, lads. Keep it coming. Is he listening to a different podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the Dragons and Dungeons? Uh? <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be anxious, right? Like, when you look at some of the people out there who have kids, and you're like, well, if that person can be vaguely responsible and not kill its child, then, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. It will be okay. It'll be fine. And like, it'll, it, having the Honestly. first baby is the most unbelievable experience that he will ever experience in his life. So the very best of luck. Until next <laughs> 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 and other more corporate messages later from... <laughs> no, it's going to be amazing for him. 
Yeah, well, it'll be, it'll, it'll, and then he'll develop. He's got to Christmas, which is great. He has, yeah. I would enjoy the Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. every night. Every my last like, chance. Like every night. But like the thing is, it's not really your last chance. You you can get away with the first year of life, also kind of still living your. Yeah. And just, oh, I'm just kind of gonna, you know. Well, it's probably gonna be on maternity leave, so like there's a lie on every mm. second morning. And, you know, soon enough the baby will start to sleep and all the photos that are being taken and all the gifts and See, everything. See, even the language you're using there, Dave. Then they'll have a second baby. You're talking about stuff like, <clears throat> oh, you get a lie on every second day. Like, to this guy, a lie on is probably, like, 12 o'clock. A lie on like suddenly becomes 8 o'clock. It's like, oh, my God. I no, slept well, until no, our first, the first six to nine months of our first fella, a lie on was easily 9.30. Right. Does, uh, you'll get one every second morning. But a lion, a lion is getting up when you want to get up. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's gone. That's fairy tale yeah. stuff. Like, that's, that's just that's a favourite of our imaginations at this stage. That only happens if you're away with work. Or if you're desperately hungover and you can't get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, look, at, I know I'm a parent, but I, I ain't working today. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, also, it's like... You hangover's bad as well. That's also, you also have, you also have to <laughs> weigh it up and go... How responsible can I be right now if I get out of bed? The <laughs> yeah. best thing for everybody and the health of my yeah. children is for me to just lie here. Yeah. My <laughs> wife knows that if I go out, I w- that's me. I'm gone for this evening and I will also be gone for most of tomorrow. <laughs> 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 that's just a given. I mean, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. But it's like, the best part is when your kids actually come and console you a bit. Oh, poor daddy's sick. And then but they, <laughs> rub, they, rub, <laughs> they rub your head gently like, oh, that, you, you're like immediately my, my favourite one. Do your kids now understand what drink is? Um, like, do they've, uh, like uh, that it makes you pissed? Well, that, it, it, that, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Or, uh, so now it's like, mommy, why are you driving us home? Like, oh, daddy had a Guinness. He had three Guinness. <laughs> Why did you have three Guinness? If you had only one Guinness, you go, I was like, no, they just changed the law. I can't have any Guinness now at all. Drive home. Oh, God. Right, so he's counting. <laughs> so, like, there's, you had three Guinness. I was like, isn't there, um, I it was my birthday. I'm allowed. Isn't there a serious point in that, though, as well, right? About, like, because we're, even the way we're talking now, like, we love a drink. Yeah. Right? But, obviously, then you're starting to use that language around your kids, and it becomes this, like, goal almost. Like, well, Jesus, my parents are mad into it. Um, at some point, I really want to go and have a beer. I want to have a Guinness. I want to have a glass of wine because it sounds like this is really the thing to do. Like it's. Well, is that not one of the bigger decisions of parenting when you get when they get to sixteen as to how you try and somehow? Is it not already too late? Ta- well, maybe it is. It's a pretty impossible task to decide. Are you one of those parents who lets them have a glass of wine at the dinner table and I'd hope that somehow they have a bit of? Self-regulation, or are you my just giving them extra wine to go with all the drink they're having when you're not around? You like, uh, my parents wouldn't have been big drinkers if at all, but uh, I wouldn't have drank. Maybe until I was about seventeen. Maybe at that point you started to have a few, but then I went to college and I went absolutely bonkers. So I'm going to use my own experience to give my kids a little bit of let them let them have a bit of a drink here or there, just to say like this. But was is there not, anything wrong with you going absolutely bonkers? And well, I would say in the grand scheme of things, it probably wouldn't be your. It probably shouldn't be your, uh, yeah, I would say yes. <laughs> don't do what I do. Discuss all these matters in like seven or eight years' time. Yeah, don't don't use the, the topics for yeah, the when, dad cast. When the eldest child that is associated with this podcast starts to become yeah, that sort of fair age. Enough, fair enough. Okay, Dan Smith on Facebook. We're, uh, we're on Facebook. Just search for Dadcast Pod on Facebook. Sat in a flight listening to episode five and bam, we're straight into my pet peeve conversation about parent and child spaces. My opinion is swaying here as I get to the 14th minute and Jer is trying to defend his shithead behaviour of taking the space if the kids are not getting out. 
<laughs> I digress. I've twice had to confront people with no kids pulling into a parent and child space. First time, I had my nine-month-old daughter with me, and it was pissing down. We pulled in, and in the only other parking parent and child space to my left was a shitty Kia full of either a hen party or just very, very old-looking children. I open the door. <laughs> I open the door. There's about six inches between my car and theirs. Lo and behold, the oldest of the middle-aged babies gets out at the same time. Doors touching doors. She continues to get out. I ask her where the child is. She says her daughter is expecting. It ended soon after I said she could either do with a bit of a walk from a space five metres further away or she should be resting rather than squeeze into their clown car en route to buy Kalashnikov <laughs> vodka and shit Red Bull. <laughs> Well, they went into the shops and I finally had the chance to take my daughter out. Handed the clicky yoke to release her and she is absolutely covered in shit. <laughs> the gobshite's next door's fault and so they suffered the consequences as I wiped my shit, shark-covered hands, down their window. Oh, what? <laughs> Holy Jesus. <laughs> this is going in an unexpected oh, road. And you guys thought I was a maniac? <laughs> oh, well, Wow. <laughs> oh, that is grim. Oh, my. I, they sound like assholes, but they didn't deserve that. Nobody <laughs> well, deserves that. I mean, they're it's parking in a parent and child space. Oh. But these, this, these, this is what happens in a parent and child if, space. If you oh. are willing to park in a ch- parent and child space while childless, you have to be willing to accept the consequences. While childless, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that includes or, you. Or, Dance yeah, exactly. second time. Second An empty time. child seat in the back does not count. No, I know. I've never, ever once used the empty child seat as a cover for anything other than trying to get your license. Oh, and you a, told us you did. No, I didn't. No, that he that he was the car with no, the, the kids. kids were in the car. He just wasn't getting out. Oh, sorry, right. The ki- yeah. Him and the kids uh, we were all in the car. They just weren't getting out. We might have had to get out. You knew well. What did you do to get your license? Oh, there's always a... You're far more likely to pass if you've got a, an empty child seat in the back. They're like, ah, this one prefers... Your driver's license? Yeah. What did you do in your pass your driving test? Like three weeks ago. I mean... <laughs> oh, really? Like uh, after the first child, before the second one. Okay, but you actually had a child. Yeah. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like driving around without actually being a father and putting however, your child seat in the back. However, it, uh, so long as you're not 18, but like if you're in your mid-twenties on, get a, get a car seat and stick in the back. I'm telling you. Try it. Anyway, second from this Facebook post... Uh, second was recently, and as I'm pulling out of the car park on my own, so in the normal, normal spaces, Jar, this couple get into their even shitter Kia. There's nothing wrong with Kias. Well, I've got a bit of knowledge about the menopause, so it's a fair assumption to say this woman has been through it and come flying out the other <laughs> side. Is this the same email? No kids, at least none born this side of Y2K. This was more pleasant. <laughs> I simply pointed to the ground to alert them to the five-foot-tall painting underneath their car. <laughs> Her fella thinks I'm pointing at their wheels, so he's out kicking the tires. <laughs> she gets out just as I'm rounding back around the space and I carry on pointing. Window down. That space is for parents and children. I have children, she says. Where? says I. None of your business, I'm told. Like I give a shit about where they are if they aren't here. Much like Dave, I played it cool, and as her poor husband slash boyfriend slash child is still looking at the tires, I ride off into the sunset, safe in the knowledge that I will have no impact on these gobshites other than wasting their time and covering their windows in shit particles. Holy Jesus. Shart particles. Oh. This guy's a legend. Maybe it's different in Marks and Spencer's. I note Nathan being particularly quiet in this conversation. For the record, the above stories took place in Little and Aldi. I'll avoid Super Value as the fuckers there park where they want as long as the kids are in the back. <laughs> 
I'm down to Tesco where the parent-child parking spaces are seven meters wide, but 500 meters further away. Park sideways in them. Marks and Spencers, where we couldn't afford to feed our child from such negating the need to park in these spaces or to continue with my battles against the fuckers and German discount retailers. Thanks very much for that uh, uh, Facebook post. Wow. If we had prizes, Dan, you'd be, uh, you'd be picking something up today. But <laughs> really got that off his chest. Jesus that is definitely Christ. the correspondence Bloody of hell. the podcast wow. so far. Very related. That's, that's a wonderful piece of literature he's put I wouldn't together. recommend wiping shit on other people's ah. cars when they're in the car. They're going to take yeah. that as like a... No, but they wouldn't have noticed until they went to actually wipe it off. Oh. Don't, they don't, be, don't be wiping shit on anybody's windows. But they had left Would the you? scene. But no, no, no don't wipe it on the window. What you do is... You wipe it on the door handle. <laughs> Just ah, put your hand yes. on the door don't handle. do that. Why? That is As I said shocking. a few moments ago, prepare to accept... Whatever descends upon no. you if you're willing to park in a parent-to-child space. No, but at children. that point, so you they've been rude to you and you actually could be the subject of some kind of a legal pursuit. How? Because you've put shit they on the door. They won't know until they smell It's a highly unlikely scenario. And you're also in a, in a like a car park of a shopping centre where you're guaranteed to be on like Jeremy Beadle or whatever, CCTVs, <laughs> whatever the There's 2018 a, equivalent. No, there is a stealth, stealth way, a stealthy way to do this. You'll be on Virgin Media News and then suddenly it's like, oh, well, look at this. Do you recognise this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is this Oh, that bug? looks a bit like Dave. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's definitely a live issue and it's one which I think my local TD will be hearing about next time the doorbell rings in the build-up to a general election. Mm. Uh, you're like a bunch of opus for blokes. Great pod, lads. Keep up the good work. Just side note, I played off 19 before I had any kids and now that I have a four-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, I'm off 12. Figure that one out. You're not the best dad in the world. <laughs> Butsy, 79, 68. You're spending a lot of time playing golf if you've gone from 19 to 12. Unless now you've just got good at time management and you're like serious about life. I have like, one hour, I'm going to the range. You're not feckless anymore. It's like, well, I actually will look up the distance that I'm supposed to... Oh, I always hit this club a certain... Whatever happened to our campaign to get the GUI to... Start Add a couple of shots yeah. to new fall this yeah. handicaps. Yeah. I don't think it's fully progressed just yet. Ground, really, no. No. And just briefly before we uh, finish up this one, uh, which you look forward to more? Kids offer midterm 25%, kids going back to school 75%. This was your poll, was it, Nathan? Well... Uh, oh, it's to me again there. Sorry. Uh, which do you look forward to more, the kids being off or the kids going back? 25% are oh, kids right. off. 75% are kids back to school. The traffic being good in the mornings. Like, I was away this week and came back and was like, oh my God, this is what the traffic is. Mental. Because I'd, it had been the week before. Like, oh, this is great. You can mm. swan around. Well, I would like to know, genuinely, what percentage of that 25% are lying. Because who looks forward to the kids being off for a week? Well, well I'm picking the I kids spend up. The week before, loads of the parents are like, oh, great. Don't have to have the routine. Don't need to be up first thing in the morning. There's no fights in the morning about getting their clothes on and getting their lunches and getting out of the house in time for school. So maybe you're a bit more relaxed. That Generally, I don't mind having the kids. Like, during the summer. The last week, though, they drove me demented. Mm. Oh, my God. I was ready to kill one of them. <laughs> Literally. We went on a... <laughs> there was a lot of travelling so there was a lot of time spent in cars as well which is never uh, the most enjoyable <laughs> we went off for like one night to a hotel and it was yeah it was what, not a what's great the point? What one, night, one night's no good you've got to go for two because oh. by the time you've got the, everything unpacked it's time to go it's like literally hey here we go the, the lads have wait. hit a uh, stage whereby the only thing they want to do is play with their baby sister right. and will not leave her alone like no matter what they just spend all day pushing their face into her face mm. for 15 hours a day. No matter what I tell them to do, mm-hmm. they will not stop. He's getting angry. He's not happy, is he? It's oh, my God. 
No, it's uh, <coughs> I find and they're totally unreasonable. Like mine are younger than your boys, obviously, so they're it, they need to be occupied more specifically mm. and for longer, and eventually that does begin to take its toll. Well, school tires them out is the other thing. So yes. obviously they they come home and they're a little bit wrecked. And I find when I'm not with them for that, you know, four or five, six hours when they're in school slash crash, I'm really them. happy. Yeah, I miss yeah, them, yeah, and yeah. I can't wait to uh, pull That's up outside, walk down that driveway, and pick them up because the next hour or two was always amazing. Tell me, tell me about your day, and there's loads of hugs mm. and kisses and games and jigsaws, and it's great crack. Then it's seven thirty; they're knackered, and everyone's gone to bed. So I you think get maybe to spend the Halloween good time break with is them. the worst one because the weather's crap, so they're not outside all the time. At least Christmas is a bit of excitement around it, whereas Halloween they're just like stuck. How many times can you do the same? Christmas is long. Go to. Yeah. Is a long Actually, two weeks. we record this in January, and there's been a long week since Christmas. I and think. then there's a week of snow, and it's closed again. You're like, okay, what do we that's do a now? We're still paying for it. <laughs> that's, the, yeah, that's the part that really gets me. It obviously yeah. depends on the child or children. You know, like people voting in that poll, some of them will have lovely children that are easy to manage. Some of them will have a mix of children, and some of them will have just have arseholes. No, my so. children are my children are <laughs> perfectly fine and generally very easy to manage. But they're going through a bad spell where they're driving me demented. Right. And that happens. One last question about this. Uh, Maldini tweeted in, say, I presume parent and child spaces are grand after 7 o'clock in the evening. Fair game for everybody. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. Why? No, you don't suddenly become a it's non-parent. Not a lane. That's well, this, this is a bus lane. That's another bugbear of mine. That's a, uh, what a load of shit that is. But the same... What, a bus lane? Like, you, you don't suddenly you don't like become... bus lanes. No, at cycle lane... In a, it, anyway, cycle, it's like different same as in cycling podcast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you don't be suddenly become a non-parent just after seven o'clock in the evening. If the shops are open and you've got kids and it's a hassle to have to park, in yeah. your case, four hundred meters down the road, then the same point applies. What about after ten o'clock at night? No, at no point. If it's a parent and child spot, that's what it is. It's a proximity to the no, shopping centre after seven o'clock. No, no, because what? Wait, well, what about this? So chances are, how old are your children? Oh, but chances are, if you're there after 7 o'clock, maybe one of the reasons you're there is because maybe your child is sick or something and you need to go to the chemist, so you need to get some Calpol or But the rooms are Eurofin. same if it's like 5.45. What, what age is your child still a child for the merits of the, like 13, 14, well, that hen party, 16? I would say... I, no, oh, no, I'm thinking like... Primary school. Primary I have school. a 1 and a 4, a very, within days, soon to become a 2 and a 4. And I think when the younger guy's 3, there's no need for me to be taking up a parent-child space. It's when it's what? hassle. Ah, that's what are they? Ah, no. I'm great. I'm going in there till they're at least oh. ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I would say 16. like sixteen, six, Here, seven, come, eight. Come, come with me to the shop. I need to get a good parking <laughs> yeah, space. Yeah. When, like when when at the point where you don't need to be, where there's no extra hassle, you don't have to lift them or push something for them, where they just do their own. Thing. Yeah, I think that's legit. Three and five. I think three is way too early, Dave. I have to say. I know. If I'm denying somebody with a newborn and a two-year-old a parking space because I'm there with my three and five-year-old, well. We've got to get out. We've got to get out of the studio. So two final quick ones. Would any of you give up work to look after your kids full time? I'd love to, but I think I'd be a total disaster at it. No, I used to think I'd love it. And then I did it for like three days a week and realised actually you need to get out of the I've been doing a lot of that for the last 18 months, like two to three days a week where I am the man. And, uh, and in some ways it's great, but five days a week, never. I'm perfectly happy to subcontract the rearing of my children to somebody else. <laughs> Cormac Sheehy says, uh, <laughs> Cormac Shee says, is there anything to be said for a shot of whiskey slash brandy applied to the gums of teething children? Hashtag asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. A friend who lived in the 1940s, maybe. Tisane, they say in French, for a little bit of brandy, apparently is like, uh, for, 
for obstreperous, colicky babies. Like, I don't know if we're medically qualified to offer such advice. I would say no. <laughs> I, think we're, we're, I think we're all qualified to go, no, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not, not the right thing for you. Right, uh, so episode seven is in the books. Thanks very much for joining us. You can uh, hit us up on, on Facebook if you want to leave any uh, lengthy comment. We're also um, dadcast at offtheball.com for your emails. I had a lot of emails there that I didn't get to this week, which we'll get to next week. And Adrian won't be here next week, we think. Um, well, yeah, it's this day, so I think... Highly unlikely. Well, what if she ends up having the baby on Thursday and ends up having to stay in for a few days? You'll be at a loose end. You can come in and give and us the first... Another child. <laughs> <laughs> be any amount of family looking... To, uh, no, it's true. And then you yeah. can come in and you can yeah. go and wet the baby's head. That's very true, very true. There's a real opportunity here. Next start, Friday. Start to drink again. We'll, we'll all go for a few back, yeah. back on this train. Yeah. Yeah. I have three Guinness that my children I'm will definitely... Rate and share us on iTunes, on Spotify, or on, of course, Audio Boom as well. Uh, give us all the uh, votes and tell your mates. We'll talk to you soon. Good luck.